because uh, it's a kind of uh, uh, the message go to you. Amen. In the word. Amen. And uh, we want them to understand, be able to understand the message and uh, use the message to apply, to not feel uh, fear, mm -hmm. to give their life to God and to live for God as young. Amen. For my message, I'm thankful to God I deliver it in French because I know a lot of people that understand French, this message is going to benefit them. Amen. And I believe the Holy Spirit is going to touch them. Amen. Amen. Hey, amen. And I love what you said. I'm coming right back to you, Pastor Miles. But I have even a greater reason why I'm glad you speak in French. A greater reason. God wants to reach everyone because he's no respecter of persons. That's right. But we have an adversary who is a deceiver. Satan is a deceiver of the brethren. Mm -hmm. And what Satan does, he imitates and he creates unreal things. People say they're speaking in tongues. And they will carry on in the church and, and nobody understands what they say. Mm -hmm. The Bible says they speak and I don't understand. So I become a barbarian to them yeah. and they are barbarians to me. But since we have begun to put the languages, French, Spanish, Chinese, Portuguese, the different languages, we are seeing people come from all different parts of the world because they recognize their language yeah what yeah. that does yeah, yeah. what that does it exposes the deception of those who talking about and nobody understands what they are saying the bible says if you speak in an unknown tongue you must speak unto god not publicly not publicly, you speaking, and nobody understands what you're saying. You don't interpret, but now I see people talking to me in French now. <laughs> they're talking on my page, in and French. they said it in French. So I have to get my little French dictionary and look it up. Yeah. I am learning Spanish. I am learning French. The Bible says, let everything be done unto edification. Amen. Amen. So what you see happening Minister Anselmi, God is using you to educate me and yeah. many others Amen. as far as the truth of his word is concerned. It says they spoke in other languages. Mm. So when the deceivers come you and know. try to yeah. fool you, mm -hmm. the deceivers try to fool you with unreal things. Mm -hmm. You say, if you're speaking unknown tongues, then right. you got to speak to God. Right. Because right. no man understand that you. But if mm -hmm. you're speaking in other tongues, I'm going to take it to some people who speak French. And look it up. <laughs> Spanish. Google it. <laughs> We're going to Google it. Amen. We're going to reach real Amen. people. Amen. The churches are being exposed. The Pope is being exposed. Yes. His followers being exposed and all the churches that are deceiving people are being exposed. So keep up the good work, women of God. Amen. Pastor Miles. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Um, Sister Ansambi, I, I just overwhelmed this morning 
because again, you have no knowledge. When I say you, I'm talking about me. You have no knowledge of what the Lord is doing. Amen. The, the, uh, the scripture do teach us to go into all the world Amen. and preach this gospel. And Bishop, I thought I would, I, I would have to travel. You know, I would have to go mm -hmm. to other nations, all of that. Yeah. But look at what God is Amen. doing. And I said, I'm going to incorporate, and I started a little bit this morning, when I opened up, I want to tell God, thank you for, you know, allowing me to be other nation. And yeah. I see that this woman of God is taking the message, you know, in another language that I can't speak. Yes, amen. I, I do speak in tongues, but, but like Bishop said, I, I understand. Yeah. That's what There should be an interpreter. And you know, I came out of Pentecostal church, so we spoke in tongues, but we didn't have to interpret, yeah. you know? So, amen. So, like you said, who got the learning? But with, with us, with her being able to interpret it yeah. and take it, to another. Then, say this as well. We over in America have a little more freedom, a lot more freedom than yeah. those in. in uh, France, and you said Europe. I'm telling you, I'm just I'm in awe this morning. Amen. Europe, you know, and those. And when we're talking to these young ladies, they they are they have reason to be a little more fearful because over there, um, in some of those places, you're not allowed to you know, preach Jesus. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to preach Christ, and um, they are. Um, I had the word, but I lost it. They, over there, they are more under pressure when it comes to uh, being a woman. Yeah. You know, us, we're free over here. We can preach the gospel. Yeah. You know, we are free to um, tell others or even go out on the street corners. But in many places, like I, I, I think I, um, for sure China, many places just can't openly, mm. you know, and you definitely can't reject your leader. Amen. You definitely you don't tell your, yeah. That's right. Those pastors know because of such domination over the women in other countries. The other night that we have to know our audience. You know, we have to know who we are ministering to. So we do have to really encourage them not to be afraid to try to tell somebody, yeah. you know, what's on and I'll yield the floor, but I remember when I was a teenager and I was promiscuous and I did have a baby outside of White Lock. Yeah. But my boyfriend, for God's sake, we were teenagers, we were in the church, we weren't married at the time. And the pastor, he, he um, for lack of a better word, my words be so mixed. That's up. all right. He asked me to go to bed with him, hmm. and I've been yeah. in my It's happened to many women in the church. I have a cousin said. <laughs> She will not go to a church that's pastored by a man. Wow. Go ahead, Pastor Miles. A amen. So I, I went to my mom, and I did tell my mom about it. And I think I was an upcoming, you know, uh, I, I don't know if you want to say evangelist, but I was an upcoming minister, you know. I was young in the gospel. I was on fire. I, was, I just had a zeal for the Lord. And it was just, you know, you know when you first get saved, you just mm -hmm. love and love. Uh, everything. So I was a, uh, a just called to the gospel uh, under this particular pastor too, you know. Mm -hmm. And then we sitting in the back office. So my mom said when I talked to her about it, she said, uh, "Well, because I think he said that um, his wife um, 
for lack of a better word, wouldn't give it to him, you know, like he wanted or whatever. My mama say, well, he knew that when he married her, you know, mm -hmm. so, but as far as taking it to the deacons or taking, I don't think it would mean any father. I never had heard anything else about it. So, of course, the pastor wasn't corrected. He wasn't challenged, not even my daddy. And my mom told my dad, he didn't go step to him and say, listen, you know, you shouldn't approach my child like this or whatever. But um, it happens in our church. So I think just it's, it, it, the Holy Spirit now mm -hmm. is saying, let these babies know. Because you, you're right, Bishop, there's so many testimonies of, uh, you know, older adults that are saying uh, what happened to them in the church and how the pastor tried to go. And it's still happening today, like you said. So they need to not yield to them. I don't know if you saw this. The Lord gave me this after I got off. He, he said, uh, I call them young people this time. Young people, your past, you are not your pastor's psychiatrist. You are not your pastor's counselor. Amen. You are not your sex therapist. Mm -hmm. So don't owe him that. So and you I think that needs to be out more. So, you know, what the Lord has shown me and given me, charged me with, is to maintain a level structure. So there is no one dominant individual in the church. Too many people who are called pastors, I'm the pastor, therefore what I say goes. We tell them no, not so. What we have is elders, and we are all accountable to one another. And I've never been popular because I've had relatives who have behaved in these kind of ways, and I have corrected them at least 30 times, and saying, well, I must draw a line. I'm not having this. Why? I'm not saying I've been perfect. I'm not saying I've been perfect, but I've always tried to be married in a relationship that is forthright in the Lord. If you see me with someone, you can say, Brother Brown, who is this? And I can say, this is my wife or whatever the situation is. Mm -hmm. But we cannot have that stuff. And I'm saying the same thing to the ministers right now. No, you're not the pastor where you say, I'm in charge or whatever I say goes. Mm -hmm. No, you're answerable to every last man, male, female in here. And we have no secrets. I tell my wife a lot of times. I say to her, as long as I am telling the truth, I don't mind who hears because it's going to come back at me. And we will be held accountable, the Bible says, for every word that we speak. Amen. Finally, we have to protect these young women. Yeah. There are not enough men in the church. Yeah. And sometimes pastors, because of numbers, yeah. allow them okay. to be taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. And that gets me very, very upset. Why? Because my sister, don't feel bad saying you had a child out of wedlock. My sister had a child when she was very, very, very young. And I told my mom and I spoke to them and stuff like that. So we have to stand up and say, no, there's a right way to do it. And there's a wrong yeah, way. Yeah. God gives us four seasons. And there are four seasons in our lives. So we have to make sure we meet, we greet, we embrace, and then we either separate or cling to. But mm -hmm. it has to be done right. And you're not going to come in here and play that game. I tell, if I got to stand up here alone, it's not going to happen. 
Okay, but let me ask you a question. When you talk about the embracing, yes. what do you mean by that, though? Okay. Because you don't want to. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for the question. Yeah. Meat. Mm -hmm. You see somebody here like them, there's nothing wrong. So you take three months and you get to meet the mm -hmm. person, be around them with others. Mm -hmm. Then greet. You're going to see them in a little more private setting now because mm -hmm. you want to know them better. But you have to let the elders of the church know mm -hmm. that I now want to greet this person. Right. You want to hold the person's hand. You want to see what kind of person it is. First, you take three months and look at them. Mm -hmm. That's meeting a person. Right. The second three months is greeting the person. You have a more intimate relationship. Then the third three months is called embracing. That way, you're saying to the pastor, now I met the person, I mm -hmm. greeted the person, now I want to get to know this person as a spouse. Are they really marriage material? Mm -hmm. At that second three months, you have to get permission to go to the third three months. You have to get permission because you're going to mm -hmm. be alone with that person where you can one-on-one. -on -one. And then you're going to get back to that past and the past is going to say, is this something you're going to go forward with? Or is this something you are letting go? It's not a drawn out stuff. It's not your decision. It's not my decision. The Bible says that the church be not charged. That the church be not charged. The church is being charged with illicit relations. Like I said, the pastor, he sees you. And yes, you had a condition where you might have stumbled. My sister might have fell. No, he want to creep in mm -hmm. and, and, and try to say, no, 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 no. So you're not speaking just to him. You see how you're having this lady session. Yeah. You're speaking to the lady. And you're saying, oh, Brother Brown did so-and-so. So we're going to invite him to the meeting. And he said, Brother Brown, you remember when you told me so-and-so, let me play the tape. Or Brother Brown, you don't have no tape. But you say, and he's going to go, oh, wait a minute. Wait a and you kill that stuff immediately. It rise up. Many times we try to warn individuals. My wife and I was talking earlier this morning. I say, there are things that I know that I don't want to be a chatterbox or a tattletale. And I would just say, be careful. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you want to find out on your own, then you have to pay the price of finding out. Yeah. If you want to take heed to the warning, then it's less costly. So true. I've learned. <laughs> Understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So you have to decide which price you're willing to pay. Yeah. So meet greet, embrace, have an all or separate. So after that first year is over, it's either your wife or you separate. But we ain't going to have that stuff in the church. We're not you know, having it. If, if we ahead. had more bishops with that attitude and more pastors with that attitude, yeah. I think, you know, the church would be a much better yeah. place. It's something so phenomenal. The and problem, Pastor, is that they're looking for numbers in the building. They're not looking for the church. They're looking for numbers in the building. We're telling people, go wherever the Lord lead you. We're not looking for no number in any building. We're looking for soul in the kingdom. So whether you're here or there, we're not looking for numbers. So when you cross the line, we will tell you, you know what? Have a wonderful day. Mm. Goodbye. You're not going to mess up this sister right here. 
And if she says, well, I want to go and be messed up, we say, well, Godspeed. Understand? But you're warned. So the thing is, as you ask a question, I don't know if it answered it. You meet the person, you greet the person, you embrace the person, and then you either have an all or you separate. No, I don't know if I like the word embrace because it, it tells me a different... I don't know if it's just me alone. Because, you know, when you hear embrace, you're thinking of... You understand what I'm saying? And you, you, you don't want to... So I probably another word because you know when I said brother Brown said we needed to embrace and then embrace lead I'm saying stuff. that no no <laughs> I am really saying that one of the things is that we have to study to understand what marriage is mm-hmm. embrace it marriage is not what you see they portray in it now marriage has become a business marriage has become a business embrace you know you can tell more about a person by hugging them one time than you could if you've been with a person for one year. If you if you hug a person like this, and if you see people start, you understand? You know just one embrace. So you say, no, no, no. It will tell you this don't feel right. This don't feel the way it should feel. But, but, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, please, let's discuss it. Go ahead. <laughs> Funny enough, because you mentioned something and we were having the same conversation yesterday because we were talking about mm-hmm. apparently a young lady who, um, you know, probably made a little oops and got pregnant and covered No, that's not oops. Uh, what, <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, she covered up with marriage and we were saying that, you know... Sometimes, you know, an embrace can lead to other stuff. And that is true. Uh, and I said, I remember I mm-hmm. said to her, and I said to her, we as Christian have to be careful in dating. And this, because we are human. And don't think that when I start to feel certain feelings, I go and speak in tongues. No. I, what is going to happen? The flesh might kick in and it leads to something else. Can I say one thing here, sweetheart, just to answer what you said? That's why we said under the sanction of the church. You remember when we met, I said to you, I am going to go and let these people know that I'm going to be in your company. I did that for a reason. That way they're going to see us. And then I went back and said, I want to let these people know that I am with this person. You see, a lot of people get married and into relationships and they are not compatible. They are not satisfied because they were looking at one thing and they found out something else. When you say, okay, you're under the sanction of a church, the church saying, okay, Brother Brown. You know, one time I was in church and I went like this, I hold your hand and Brother Bradley was sitting behind us. Brother Bradley got up from, he's sitting behind us. I went like this. No no hands, no, no touching. You have to make people understand that there has to be intimacy in relationship because marriage is not just about economics. Paul said the fraud ye not one the other. And some people say, I didn't know that all of this in marriage, and I didn't know this, and I and then they start. So you have to take it all the way up that they understand not joining yourself together. 
not joining yourself together, but embracing one another. And it's critical. But what I'm saying is mm-hmm. that we have to be careful and to be wise because mm-hmm. embrace, I don't know if I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. Can lead to other stuff, especially when you have feelings towards a person. But you have to have that charge that you give to the people. You're saying, yes, we want you to kind of see if there are feelings there. But you have this charge. We live in a society now where they have birth control. They have abortion. They have condoms and stuff. And we can't watch people 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. No, no, no. So it has to be on that Christian honor that christian trust where they able to listen because if you don't we're gonna have bigger problems than we think we have help me i'm i'm um, pastor mass because probably i'm not getting it over correctly maybe i am old school because that's the way i'm growing up i know that you know in dating they said you're not hugging leads to stuff and i've seen it happen with a lot of young people Mm -hmm. that they think they could just hold hands I have held guys' hands before, and I'm not telling you everything within me shift. So even a handhold can lead to something else. And that's just a precaution that I'm trying to bring out where you I mean, mature people can maybe handle it a little bit better. You know, the grounded ones, you know, the one that can't say, listen, I'm going to flee. I'm going to run like Joseph. But the younger ones, they're not probably so sturdy. When you say younger, what you mean? Younger Christians. So I that's th- why you have those elders and those mothers, like we say, guide the house. Right. Because if yeah. a man or a person don't have control over their spirit, it's like a city without walls. And I'm going to yield um, yeah, that, yeah. in <laughs> a second. I'm just saying, if your wife gets sick, if your wife gets sick after you marry her, what are you going to do? Go ahead. Sandy, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I think I, I had gotten lost, I think, in the beginning. So let me see if I'm on the right track here. Right. At first, I thought you were referring to in the church the four different stages. Yes. And I was thinking alongside of, like, um, you know, a single woman that uh, comes in. And now she meets the pastor, and um, you, you're watching her, you get to know her. And let's get to the stage where uh, Sister Brown is talking about, where she said, now you are saying to embrace. Well, we know the scripture teaches us to greet one another with a holy kiss. We know right. that. And right. We, know the church, we hug a lot. Right. You know, we hug her. But Bishop, like you saying, Listen, when you hug me wrong, I, I, I know that's a sign. That's a signal. You know, right, that, right. Hey, he, he liked me. You know, first of, especially us women. I don't think yeah. I know. No, no, we, we're being real. Amen. I'm being real. When a man hugs me in the church, uh, you know, they have to get so where they have to start to say, in between you and the, and the person. Because. Amen. Go ahead. Because, you know, we, we, we know those feelings. You can tell. No, but what I'm talking about is in dating. Like when 
you meet oh, okay. I'm talk that's why I'm not talking about hugging a brother. Oh, okay. I'm talking about when you meet somebody and dating, the embracing part cuz that's what he was talking about the four stages and you must embrace the person. So let me jump back in so, here because you brought out a valid point <laughs> Pastor Maz and that's why I love and sister and Sam have been silent. We're going to come to you. We must greet okay. each other with a holy kiss as she rightfully mentioned and in the church we embrace one another, but like she said, with a holy kiss. So you can see when a person is not embracing in a holy manner. Now these people agree to date. So as you said, yeah, I'm talking these about people, somebody who was engaged. You're not getting, you know. No, they're not dating. engaged yet. No, they're oh, getting. And that was my next point. Yeah, I was, and that's what I was kind of lost. Right. So now I can get on the right. Page. Yeah. I mean, yes. Yes. So I understand what you're saying. Um, uh, is Evangelist Brown? Evangelist yeah. Brown. I understand what you're saying, mm -hmm. but I I do agree with Bishop. And let let me explain. Yeah. Now you at that. I think it's the third stage where mm -hmm. you're embracing. And I, I and again I see what you're saying. It can lead to other stuff. But I remember my, my kids, my son had his baby very early. Well, they were like 16, 17, I think it was. 16, 18. They wouldn't even finish high school. Mm -hmm. And so me being their pastor, you know, at the time, the baby wasn't born yet, I don't think. But in any case, I was ministering to young people. And because you know they are promiscuous, yeah. I told yeah. what they were allowed to do was they could hold hands. Right. That's what they could do because they had already were too far. Anyway, right. I think he was. But anyway, I, I said they could hold hand. So, you know, when, when you are more mature, and I don't know if we ever get there. Yeah. I did see in the church where there was a couple who was um, dating, and, uh, you know, they know they couldn't do it. Yeah. So they, they would hug and they would stand there, hug up. Uh, so long, I mean, yeah. just standing there, but by the same token, Father, help me. You know, our bodies do. Oh. Oh. So, you know, when it's time for them to get married, you are absolutely right. So, you, you say, you see, that's why it is saying we teach them in the church self control. Minister Sami, jump in right here. You must have something to say. Talk to us. <laughs> Uh, I love this uh, discussion. Me too. <laughs> yes. Um, I think we as uh, children of God, um, we need to do the thing in a, a right way, in a proper way. Um, I um, Recently, I have, uh, from my being on Facebook, I've been receiving so many uh, messages and so many invitations and things like that. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, we have a brother, a fellow brother that was following us. Mm. And uh, we didn't discuss anything that is going to be like we want to be in a relationship or something. It's just like, if I look at it, it's like I admire. Now, and there's nothing wrong with that. It has to happen because it's, it has to happen because it's male and female. And if there is no spark, no feeling or anything, then you know, I got you have to kind of feel something. And then you say to the right. elders, you know, I think I feel something. And now that they know, they're going to look at that person and they're going to look at you and they kind of set the guardrails and say, 
if you see this person kind of looking left, right, or center, then you know what to be on your guard against. But, like you say, go back to something Pastor Miles said, because you, you helped me out a little bit already. In the church, we have to groom them in the church to be married. We have to groom them from the, like, say, huh? And that's lacking. Yes. From, sure. Yes. 17, 18, they graduate in high school. Everybody's not going to go to college. So we start talking to them and say, okay, yes, if you like this individual, you understand that if you like this individual in this church, we are going to begin to observe you, but you have to be careful because you can't come back and tell me, oh, you don't like her anymore, you like her. Understand? Yeah. So we start establishing God right? because once you, if you mess up here, that's it for this church. Everybody else is your sister and everybody else is her sister. So we kind of set in the guardrails. And then you see, oh, is this boy going around hugging all the girls? Is this boy going around, you know, touching all the girls? You kind of see things like that. And then you see, does he embrace with respect? So when you see the, the, the olden start, like Pastor Master, they start cling a little bit more. You say, all right, it seemed to me like there is a connection here and just to prevent stuff getting out of hand the scriptures now i have scriptures to back me up you see in my thinking i always ask the bible says, if any behave unseemly towards his virgin first corinthians chapter seven so he start like he start being unseemly he said let them marry they don't even have to go to the end of the nine months because they at the stage now where he says, let them marry because it's better to marry than to burn. So you say, but it mu there must be an expected outcome. There must be an expected outcome. This is not something we're going to figure out a year later. You must tell me now, I expect to. It's like a pregnant woman. She's expecting a child. So there has to be an expected outcome. And it's done with the guidance. The Bible says the whole woman guide the younger women, the older men, talk to the men. But if it's something where they now in charge of it, it don't happen in church. In church, you all not in charge of it. In church, the elders are in charge because you're marrying a whole family. People say, oh, she and I getting married. It's not true. You're marrying the whole huh? Family. The mother, the father, the brother, and everybody else. So if you can adopt that in your mind and say, well, I'm giving my word. And once you give your word, you stand by your word, then you're going to have problems. So that's why you put the stages there. Like Sister Paulette says, yes, the because of this culture. Because of this culture, we used to people left, right, and center. But I saw on TV, we were in Pakistan, this man had his daughter. And she went out one night with some guy. And he and the son, they killed the daughter. Uh, I don't know if you heard about stuff like that in their religion. They killed the daughter, said she dishonored the family. Uh, so it's about relationships. And if we don't do it right, we're going to pay the price. Yes, Pastor. And then I, I think, um, again, to go back with, because I think the disagreement was the word embracing. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
I think to add to it, maybe when they get to that stage, say um, that uh, this is the teaching. Um, that's where they really need to be taught a yeah. class on, you know. And um, this is for teaching. Um, what was it, season or section? And our session of teaching that we'll be teaching on is embracing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And I agree with you, yeah. Pastor. I agree with you, but I want to take it back further. You said we must greet each other with a holy kiss, right? Yes. Not you say, holy but the kiss. word. Yes, the yes. word. And yes. yeah, and the Bible says it. The Bible says greet each other with a holy kiss. So this training, the training didn't start when they said they like one another. The training start from then, when they begin to just greet each other with a holy kiss, you start training them from that time. From that time. Just like how oh, you're going to greet the mother with a holy kiss, you're going to greet the choir member with a holy kiss. But if, you, if, you, if you're doing this to the mother, but you're doing this to the choir member, mm -hmm. then we know you got a problem. <laughs> so you start training. I say, you, you come here. When the Bible says a holy kiss, I mean a holy kiss. And you're not going to bring shame to the ministry. The Bible says that the ministry be not charged. And you put your foot down. But when they have control of the relation, this is what we want. And we're going to write our own vows. And we're going to have what we want. And we're going to do this and we're going to do that. We say, yeah, all that stuff is good. But you take your Bible and do it somewhere else. <laughs> Understand? Take your Bible and do it somewhere else. Because when things go... I have a friend. He got married in 1989. And every three months he called me to perform another wedding. Every three months. He, he has become unstable. And I say to him, you know what? You have not developed the capacity to remain steadfast with an individual. Oh, this one gives trouble. That one gives trouble. The Bible says, when you get married, you're going to have trouble in the flesh. So you're not telling me anything I did not know. Amen. Yes. It says, if you go get married. So it says, better you remain as me. So if you decide and say, I'm going to get married. You agree that you know you're going to have trouble. And you say, no, I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to deal with it. But don't come tell me no foolishness. Yeah. Yeah. We have five more minutes, so we're going to give both of you a minute and Sister Brown a minute. My time is used up, and then we will close. We're going to start with Sister Ansami because she speaks the least. <laughs> Two minutes, Sister Ansami. Go ahead. Talk about what we learned today. Who, me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we learned we learned today about um, a relationship in the house of the Lord. We talk, we discuss how to teach young people when you get involved into a relationship, how to behave, how to bring it to the the old the elder, so they can give you advice, they can guide you, because most of the time, as young people, we go with our own desire, our own yeah. eyes. Yeah. And then, most of the time, we get disappointment. Mm -hmm. So it's very important to bring it in the house where you can get help, get guidance. Amen. That is an excellent point. 
Minister and Sami, but I want to add something to it. Not just young people. Anytime any man, even if he's 5,000 years old, be around any woman, he can't think much anymore. It bother our heart, it bother our flesh, we can't think. So we need somebody to push us and prod us. God put that in us so we can't think straight for ourselves anymore. So you're absolutely right. Minister Brown. Well, I thank God for the, 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 the women with wisdom and men also with wisdom in a day and age like this to steer us on the right um, direction. And um, certainly we do need the wisdom within the body of Christ, especially today dealing with the younger generation, um, being firm with them at the same time still show them love because at the end we're more concerned about you know their souls and i'm glad that we have a woman of god who can stand up boldly and speak out speak up on behalf of them because i'm sure somebody here and it could say yes i'm in that situation today they might not reach out to you they might not call you and even if they attempt to do it they can know that this is wrong i cannot do it so we thank god for um for, for the message this morning and for speaking up on behalf of those who do not have a voice to because some of the times they don't have a voice you know because they have to go as what you said by what their leader is you know um, saying so we continue to pray for the younger generation and also you mentioned about um, a lot of younger people get into marriage without being properly counseled and properly advised and the bible did tell us that it's not something that we should enter into unadvisedly because mm -hmm. we go in sometime blind eyes and we realize oh my gosh you know and um because i've spoken to a lot of people who you know are, who are having issues you know and as you said that they they the the the, the 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 beginning of it they weren't properly talked to and i hope we could have a conference i really do hope we will that we could have a conference, you know, just to enlighten it because people look at marriage or wedding as, oh my God, great deal. And it's just sex, sex wonderful and happy, day. Happy. And that's all they see yeah. because that's what the world shows them. But we want mm -hmm. them to see the reality, you know, after the wedding, the marriage start. What is behind all of that? So um, I hope that's a conference. And somebody actually mentioned, mentioned it to me weeks ago that they see me doing a a marriage conference so um i hope we can we can work something we can work on amen yeah. god bless you um pastor miles um your thoughts and close us in prayer amen and for if it's say this up the platform yeah um, i'm looking forward to working with you evangelists and yeah. um, again this asami i just <laughs> I, I, my my heart is open, and, and I think God because you know we it's three of us on here right now. You know as many um, us three. You know it's say like, what is a three core string is not easily broken. Amen. 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 We all three have something uniquely yep. that we can bring to women. Yeah. You know uh, who have a uh, an area of expertise yeah. where you. Can I have uh, uh, evangelists have heard, yeah. and I, I just I'm thanking God because He's using us. Yes, and He this out there, and I too I look forward to you know um, even we may be able to somehow invite 
the younger uh, yeah. adult on. And they have many questions. Yeah. You know, we might not ask all the questions, but at least we could put something in them. And yeah. I thought this morning, I was trying to uh, figure out if I was the planner or the waterer. And I said, I, I, I think I'm the waterer. Even our own seed is in the church, yeah. but they need the, yeah. that watering, they need that mothering, and we need this platform. Yeah. We need it. Yes. I mean, it's very needed, and I believe it's orchestrated by the Holy Amen. Ghost. And uh, for Bishop, who's Amen. overseeing, Amen. you know, and uh, I pray to soon, because that's what's missing, too, yeah. in the body of Christ. Is submission, yeah. um, and mm -hmm. again, you know, we're just letting these young people do their own thing, and we yeah. can't, you know, let them live like they want. We can't let them dress like they want. Mm -hmm. We, uh, we mm -hmm. take them, we pour it in them, yeah. and teach them. So, uh, thank you so much. I'm honored to be a part, and thank Amen. you for receiving me. Amen. Amen. God bless you, of God. Won't you close us in prayer in Jesus' name? Amen. Jesus, I thank you. It's time, Father, that your word is being manifest. You did say for the older women to teach the younger women. Then let us know, my Father, that you have not forgotten about our younger generation and that these young girls, even the older ladies, praise God, who are looking for husbands and those who are, Lord God, looking for companionship. And I pray, my Father, that the platform we are looking for that the younger generation can come on and ask us questions and we'll have enough wisdom and be prepared, oh God, to minister to them in a way where they can't wait for the next session. And then, Father, I pray for the Women's Conference that you're putting together by your own spirit. You understand that we're in COVID. You know how it works, Lord God. Them or how I bring it all together, and they are saying that it's not going to last long or always. So we trust you for a vaccination in the name of Jesus by the power of the living God that we'll be free to minister, we'll be free to share lives with other women. And we thank you in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you, woman of God. Amen. God bless you all. Amen. Minister Nsami, Pastor Miles, God Minister Brown, you. God bless all bless of you. you and I thank God for you. I thank Amen. God for the work that you're doing. The Noonday Prayers is the ministry of Sister Paulette Brown. Amen. Amen. Wow. Lord, use her to generate that ministry. I'm being blessed so much by it. Many Amen. times it's just me alone and one person, two person, sometimes 10, 12. Yeah. The Lord across the spectrum. Amen. And just Amen. like oh, this is starting today, yeah. that's the same way the prayer started. Amen. And God will take Amen. it to where he, he wants, wants to it to go. God bless you. Bless Have you. a wonderful Amen. evening. Bye, mommy. Thanks again. Bless you, mommy. Bye-bye. Amen. Excellent job. Amen. Amen.